Hi, good evening. My name is Jay Rothman. I am the host, and welcome to Real Men, Real Talk Live. Hi, good evening. Again, my name is Jay Rothman, and welcome to Real Men Real Talk Live. I have in the studio this evening, Josh Richer, coming in from Santa Monica, California. Welcome to the show, Josh. Jay, great to be here. Thank you. We have Evis Love Heat, the man of the land from down under, also Warrior Mama. He calls- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think the brother says mana, not mama. Uh, <laughs> I like Warrior Mama. <laughs> and of course, we have, brothers. we have Mr. Jeff Fasano coming in from Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome. Looks like you got yourself a new mug, Jeff. Is that right? Okay. No, I've yeah. this one for a while. That's right. Actually, it's Josh who just got his picked up this yeah. morning. <laughs> well, we, uh, unfortunately, we are short one tonight. Uh, Charles Maddox is in round home from. Uh, is uh, his stay in the Dominican Republic. Uh, so he is he is airborne as we are uh, live right now. Hopefully Josh is making a safe, healthy trip home back to uh, Tampa, Florida. We'll see him next week on the show. But gentlemen, it's another week is coming gone. Last week, I believe uh, we had a heck of a show. Last week, it was all about compromise. And uh, I had a couple of uh, conversations today where the word actually came back up. But it was more in a sense of, is it really a compromise? You know, I kind of, we just have this awareness of the words we're speaking, the vocabulary that we're choosing to speak with him. And we're looking at him going, am I compromising in this situation right now? Uh, but in this moment, I want to just take a second to welcome our viewers and listeners to Real Men Real Talk Live. I hope you guys uh, have, are having a, a good week, a successful week, no matter what's going on in your life. Um, thank you for joining us this evening. If you should hear something that you like or fall in love with, with love, gently tap your like or love button and light us up because that's what gives us our energy to stay on the topic for an hour or so. And if you have any questions for us, please feel free to drop them in the comments. And if you have any statements, just let them fly. Uh, we welcome you to the show. And this is not a monologue, this is a dialogue that we invite you to be a part of. Um, and of course, last but not least, it's not about the show. It truly is about the message. So tonight, it's a foursome one more time. And um, you guys have all had an amazing week. That's uh, just not even half over, not even at hump day yet. But it feels like a, a whole week has passed since the last one. So tonight's topic is, uh, no, it's an interesting um, tagline I put in there about are we suffering from Mother Teresa's syndrome? And for many of us out there, you may not be familiar with what that is, but most of us are familiar enough to know a little bit about Mother Teresa and the role she played in her life and how she showed up for others. The Mother Teresa syndrome, we're gonna jump in it. We're gonna get into it hot and we're getting into it fast. We're gonna dissect it, we're gonna shred it. And we're going to also, our intention is to drop some amazing tools 
and tips for you, key principles, how to break through and break the chain to your own Mother Teresa syndrome. So with that, what I'm going to ask one of you guys to do is uh, is to set us up and get this show going in conversation. I'm going to invite, well, Josh Richards, since you're right next to me, you're in a hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, didn't that happen? Weren't you there last week? I think this happened last week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. There you go. Jeff Plano. You got it. Uh, um. I remember when when Charles uh, brought this up last week sometime um, about the Mother Teresa syndrome, and he was in our little messenger chat thing we have going on. I had no idea what what that was. I mean, of course, we all know who Mother Teresa was and all the giving and caring for the, that she did. And I asked Charles. I said. Dude, I, I don't, I don't know what that is. And they started to explain it, and the way I interpreted it was giving yourself away to be loved. Mm. That's kind of that's what what I heard. And Charles went, "Yeah, that's it. You know, always wanting or needing to take care of people, always needing to take care of others and everybody else's needs." The big caretaker, um, can I heal you? How can I take care of you? Um, that's what I, what I took away from it in our little uh, instant messenger conversation. And uh, then all of a sudden I realized, wow, I'm the poster boy for that. Because, man, that's part of my wounding and part of my defense is, has been giving myself away to be loved taking care of other uh, others' needs to be loved, and thinking that I could um, heal everybody. I can take care of you. I can heal you. And all with the caveat or the attachment that you're going to love me. Mm. It's another form of proving myself to you. So if I take care of your needs, if I can heal you, mm and then give myself away to you, make everything about you more important, that is the only way that I'll ever be loved. And that's what I took away from, from that little conversation I had with Charles. Beautiful. So they are beautiful, brother. 100%, no, man. Definitely, uh, I might just chime in there then, the Jeff, and um, you know, the, it's that whole idea of heal the world, make it a better place. I mean, she did some beautiful stuff. Sorry about the singing, guys. Feeling a bit silly today. I'm sure there's a woman out there that would love you to serenade her. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, a, a warrior mama. A warrior yeah. mama was it, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a warrior mama. You know what? I'm actually looking at my brother's faces for a change here, and it's beautiful to be in the studio. I, I don't necessarily always look at my brothers. I'm always just looking at this dot or a point on the wall. So doing something a little bit different tonight on Mother hey, Teresa. <laughs> it's like you, you never go. knew what we looked like. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go, Jeff. But, yeah, look, diving into Mother Teresa tonight, and uh, all you guys are quite aware that I'll, um, you know, that watch a couple of my personal feeds um, I just finished a whole series on actually a, a Mary collection uh, within the good book. And, um, 
You know, a fallback on this whole idea what Jeff was just talking about of this feminine energy and, um, you know, like I help a lot of men and I particularly fall in with men and coming from my personal experience, man, and until this day only, you know, I'm only starting to wake up that I can't save the world. I can't heal the world. You know, I'm in, a, I'm in an industry where many of us, whether we're called personal trainers, coaches, life coaches, shaktis, maktis, gurus, whatever you want to call it, whatever label's cool out there this season, we fall into the trap of trying to heal others, mm-hmm. not necessarily realising that on the deeper level, as Jeff just mentioned, there's an there's a element within us, I think, that, you know, we're falling back on hoping that he's healed ourselves. Mm. You know, you help plenty of other people, but what is it about yourself that deep down you may be given a way to maybe show some value within your life? Whether there's, you know, a lack of worthiness within your life. And again, I know this is going to dive in deep to coming back to self and the relationship that we have within ourself. Because many of us, particularly as we get into this adulthood, and none of us are good at it, (laughs) but many of us, we've had these childhoods that we really fall back into this this, this this Mother Teresa codependency type of relationship. And for me, going into this year, 2021, one thing for me is I'm coming back home to self, man. Yeah, I try to inspire people. I definitely get out there and I'll post a lot of content to get out there and inspire you. But those days of trying to get out there one-to-one and really try and help you on your journey and get through, Man, those days have really got to come back home to self as we go into the year 21 because we've been falling on a lot of people uh, until this point. And I know if we do- when we're diving into tonight's topic, we're going to start to really understand the deeper, deeper understanding of Mother Teresa syndrome. And as I mentioned, you know, within that Mother Teresa energy, that feminine energy for us men, it's been very hard to really look within until this point on our journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Josh, before you jump in, I, I just want to post something here. This is a, this is a profound statement coming in from Russ Birchfield, who is actually in Sedona this week. Russ says, it's not people pleasing. It's people manipulating. Yep. Where are all those pleased people? Wow. Mm. Wow, Russ. What do you make of that, Josh? Oh, Whoa, go ahead. Well, that that yeah. was me. That was me in a nutshell. Absolutely, Russ, because you're not we we sort of feel like, you know, um, we're doing the good thing. This is uh, providing for others. But mm. what is what is the secondary gain? What are mm. we getting out of it? And what's our motivation? Mm. And what I looked at the hard truth of my life, um, it was that I didn't feel valuable unless I was helping others. Mm -hmm. So my value was tied, tied up in, um, you know, this giving, I, 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 there was a need behind it. And so if there's a need behind it, it's not selfless. It's not, um, beautifully divine, uh, universal energy. It's there, there's a secondary gain. And I had that for most of my life was this, this need to be loved, this need to feel valuable behind my giving. 
And so therefore it's, it, it was serving a purpose for me, not for the other person. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, Russ, you nailed it. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. That's exactly what it is, man. It's, it's, it's a, it's a manipulation of us to get people to love, to love us. us. To love it's, us. It's really, it's not, it's not, um, it's, it's so wounded and it's, um, and it's, it's not, uh, it's not pure. Mm. It's not, it's not clean. It's really, it's, it's a manipulation of the other people saying, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of your needs. I'm going to heal you or whatever. And it's really not coming. It's not, it's not at all coming from our heart space. It's coming from, you know, the wounded child, the, the programming and whatever. And it's just, it is, it's a linear attachment. If, I, if I take care of your needs, then you better love me. We're, mm -hmm. we're saying, here's the trade. Yeah. <laughs> here's, right, the trade. Right, right. Here's, here's the trade. I yeah, would, love, I would love you. Uh, and care for you if you love me back. And how many how many people are doing that? I mean, I remember doing it. I, I remember doing it. I could tell you when I did it, and I was so unconscious to it that uh, until you know, until I started my inner journey, then people pointed it out, and I was like, "Wow!" And you know, the only like Josh just said, the only way you can I could show my value was if I took care of all your everything about you and everything that you needed. Well, yeah. and the thing, the thing about it too, is it's, it's endless, right? Yeah. Like we never, it never gets filled because it's a unbalanced need um, and an unbalanced, uh, you know, sort of want and desire. Yeah. There's never enough. And, and so you just end up on this constant treadmill of needing more validation, more validation, more validation, and it never ends. Yeah. I want to bring a, a comment up. It's actually a question. Chad Fox asked us, is, so is it really giving if you expect something in return, even love? Nope. Sadly, no. Sadly, no. Actually, maybe happily, no. Ev, what do you make of this? And, you know, we eyes there so just unmuting my cat's in the room <laughs> yeah look it's going back into this uh this balance of this this even transaction but you know we've been so out of alignment so out of balance in this you know uh universe which just it just it really looks to keep in a symbiotic relationship what you receive and what you give give take that receive that like we're talking about that equal transaction yet you have gone in in jeff you mentioned it again into old programs and you know i'll i'll, put, I'll go there a lot of this program came back from religion where it was initially that you be the service to others and then you know like i know growing up in my childhood i was actually deemed selfish if i was coming back home to here if i wanted to do stuff by myself as a child totally don't yep. you be selfish Evers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think Madonna made a, a comment. She shared about she she shared something to the effect that um, there is no lack in in anything when your actions come from a place of service. She goes right. on to be sorry. There is no Mother Teresa syndrome 
when you don't come from judgment and ego. Mm-hmm. I would interpret what what I what I what I just read. And if I'm off a little bit, please forgive me, Madonna. But I I don't disagree with you. I think where it becomes a very slippery slope for many, including myself, for decades in my life, for over five decades, okay, was that it's a beautiful thing when we could be of service to others, as long as we are also servicing our own needs. It's when we are willing to go beyond compromise, which was a topic two weeks ago. Thank you for bringing that to my attention, Taz. <laughs> I appreciate you for that. It's when we compromise our own values, our own needs, our own wants, our own desires to be of service to somebody else or even be service to a community. It's a beautiful thing. But what it comes down to is balance. There's that B word, balance. And many of us, speaking to myself, didn't have any balance Mm -hmm. in my relationship or in my choices I made. It was always about compromising my own needs from my family members and people outside of that, of, of my inner circle as well. And when you start to potentially feel resentful, even when you say yes and you really want to say no because you're afraid if you say yes, you may not be liked or loved mm-hmm. or you're ostracized or criticized even by the, the people that you think are your friends and, and loved ones. How many of us have been guilty of that? I have. Yeah. I'll raise yeah, man. So it really comes down to when we're mm-hmm. able to learn how to take care of ourselves and our own needs in our relationships first. And then we can extend our our helping arm, our heart space, love and kindness and be of service to others. It's a beautiful gift that we get to give. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can give it in service, but what is the, what is, what is behind the giving? If there's nothing behind the giving and you're cut and you're giving from the fullness of you, you know, then there's nothing behind the giving. You're giving from a place not to get. You're giving from a place with no attachment, meaning if I give, then you're going to love me. I'm giving. And if you're doing that, you're giving from an emptiness. You're giving them, you're giving them once again from a wound. You get you. It's it's giving. You yeah. you're not even really giving. You think you are, but it's really all about you. It's it's bring it back to the narcissism of the self. Yeah, I'm giving to you, but it's really about me. Because I want I want to get something when I give it to you, and that's your love. Mm. So giving in service, you have to. It's always you know it's always a constant constant question as as we go deeper within great question folks is when you're giving ask if you're giving out of obligation are you giving are you why are you why am i giving what's your motive it it comes back it comes back to that experiment i ran on myself where i asked myself what's my what's my motivation yeah and everything that i said everything that came out of my mouth when i was talking to others i asked the question afterwards what's my motivation yeah is it to be loved 
and feel needed and feel desired and feel um, important and valuable? Or is it giving just to give out of love and out of a, out of a pure space? So yeah, asking yourself, what's my motivation after you uh, say things, do things with others is a super crazy tool. Yeah. It'll, it'll blow your mind big time. Yeah. 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 It's great. It's a great, it's a great tool. Love it. Is it safe to say, uh, uh, have each one of you raised your hand tonight already and said guilty uh, of all of you? Yeah. I started off by saying I was the poster boy for this. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and, clear, Jeff. and uh, I appreciate I do want to take a moment to honor you for that because, you know, much of the time we, we live in secrets, or at least we think we do. We think no one's paying attention to how we're showing up, but they're watching us. They see what we're doing. They see how we're showing up for others yeah. and how we're not showing up for ourselves sometimes. But I do want to acknowledge you for that, Jeff, and, and your vulnerability right out of the gate to say you're the poster child. But, but I find it really interesting that, the four of us are sitting here and we've all acknowledged that we have either, we've either lived in that behavior cycle and or we may even still be in it to a degree. I'm not sure yet, but I find it really, really interesting. Here we are, four men, real, and we all have this experience. Do you think it's, what is the opposite? If we're not codependent in our behavior, then then what are we? You know, where, who's the other side? Where where are those people? Because you got four guys, and we didn't. I didn't know coming in, into this show tonight that is going to end up this way. Mm. But I, I pretty much validate that Charles would have raised his hand as well, based on his conversation he had with the four of us this week. Yeah. So are we, Ev, do you think that everybody is, in fact, it's, we all have codependency to a degree, behavior, I should say, and I don't want to label us all as codependence, but it's codependent behavior. Mm. Or is it just coincidence that we're all, five of us host the show and all five of us have acknowledged that that has been a challenge mm. in our relationships? Mm. It's so interesting in the game, man. So many layers to this conversation. Beautiful conversation. And um, what comes up to me again is this big R word that we always dive into. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it, Jeff. But, Jay, when you said codependence, when you say attachment, the relationship has got to come up again. Yeah. Because, you know, we are asking this question so much as we go into this new form of relationship that we've constantly discussed called connections. You know, it's not based on woundings. It's not based on uh, uh, attached behaviors and habits based on the past. It's not even based on addictions. You know, what I find with a lot of people that tend to fall in these codependency relationships and, you know, want to try and be the people pleaser, the Mother Teresa, they've fallen on uh, a lot of addictive natured people. And what I find with that is it's it's quite interesting on the angle that I wanted to go because, you know, on that other side of that addictive behavior is creativity itself. 
So for me, on the opposite side of that, Jay, it's you being the creator. It's you being the creative. Mm. Now, mm. diving deep, my brothers and sisters, mm. I ask you to mm. go and have a look at that word, Teresa. You know, I'm, I'm, I love my words, man, and I'm always yeah, diving yeah, in yeah. deep. And it's funny <laughs> because I've actually looked up Teresa in the past and the etymology of that word. And it actually comes from a, a Hebrew word. Correct me if I'm wrong out there, brothers and sisters, which is yarden. And that yarden actually means flow of or to descend hmm. or harvest. Now, let's stop on that word. What are we trying to harvest in exchange for this transaction that is out of balance and out of alignment? Mm-hmm. What is the energy exchange that we're trying to harvest or that is out of balance, that is descending, not part of our ascension? Mm-hmm. And to me, this is where we can dive in deep because, you know, it's all in these words. And when I look at that word, Teresa, and I think of flow, I'm asking you, brothers and sisters, where is your cup? Are you on half empty and you're trying to be Mother Teresa, save the world? Man, I put two hands and two feet up for that. I've burnt myself out time and time again in the two decades of time I've been helping people around the world. So these days, I make sure my cup's full like real men, real talk live. And you know what people get? They get the flow that comes out of here. And this is the key, my brothers and sisters. This doesn't mean that you're a bad person. This doesn't mean that you're less valuable. This doesn't make you mean that you're less worthy. This means you're keeping your cup full and in that beautiful flow of energy that comes out of your full cup, your willingness to look after yourself and your self-care, you're getting the overflow, the harvest, Mm -hmm. the energy of this Teresa energy, which is this divine feminine on the planet right now. Wow. She gets deep, man. Wow. Are you good? We can stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you or, know, or, or, or we can go for another hour and a half. <laughs> but you know what? Even if you're giving, even if you're realizing right now that you're giving from an unbalanced place or potentially an unbalanced place, it's okay. It's okay. Don't judge. Like the, the this whole life experience is like uh, I, I think one of the biggest things that hit me was like non-judgment, you know, it's like, it's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be human. Right. We're all, we're all human. So it's okay. Even if you're realizing in this moment that you've been giving from an unbalanced state, like the four of us have, um, and we are human too. It's okay. And focus back on, I mean, we, we say it every episode, but back on the self and fill your cup, like Ev was saying, and then the overflow is genuine, pure. That love is just fulfillment. Oh, Ooh, it's yeah, that's full the word, Jeff. Full, full on love, full on love. Yeah, wow. wow. I love you guys. Great topic. Wow, this magic. is yeah. No, I think Madonna's gotten triggered tonight. She's hot. She's hot in the chat. She actually denies you. She says, uh, no, Evan, she's wrong. Our word, try responsibility. First, uh-huh. responsibility. All behaviors start within yourself first, regardless of your relationships and anything external. 
You know, I love, I, I, I love Madonna. <laughs> let, 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 let me just let me just reply to my viewers oh, okay. out there. She, yeah, she's she's a star with uh, some of my words. <laughs> and, and, and again, my beautiful Madonna, put up that uh, comment, please, Jeff. Uh, Jeff. So the wrong R word, try responsibility. I always look at that word now, Madonna, and it is the ability to respond to yourself. It's not about the adult responsibility. Yeah, you have a responsibility, but your ability to be able to respond to yourself. Have you been able to commit to yourself? Are you have the ability to respond to yourself on a full cup or is that still half empty? Mm. Yeah. I just want to pop in with what Madonna said. You know what? She's absolutely correct. But what we're offering here is a wake-up call. Okay, we have gone through that process. Now, we did this unconsciously. So if we're doing it from wounding, programming, and we're unconscious about doing it, how the hell would we know how to take responsibility for us? <laughs> you have to go through the process of, of awakening like what we're offering right now is we're saying, well, we did this, you know, we're do, you know, maybe we still might do it, but we needed to be wakened up, awakened to our behaviors. I needed to be told, Jeff, this is what's happening. This is what you're doing. I had to, I had to have that awakening then to realize how do I, what tools do I use? So I raise my awareness and consciousness to my behavior that's coming from my unconscious state. And then when, we're, when we are conscious, awakened and aware of our behaviors, then we, are, we can take responsibility. But the behaviors, and here we go on back to, to, to this again, <laughs> the behaviors come from the wounded child. Yeah. A wounded five-year-old, a wounded seven-year-old has no clue how to take responsibility for themselves. This is all learned behavior from our childhood. So once we, are, we awaken to that child that is seeking mom and to get her love, and then we'll take care of mom's needs. Until we're awakened to that, until the, that our adult awakens to that child, then the adult can begin a process of taking responsibility. But in no way, shape, or form, if you're doing this on a subconscious or an unconscious level, you will you even know how to take responsibility for yourself? That's a process. And that's what we're doing here by opening these doors, being with, having these subjects, allowing people to become aware of those behaviors that they might not be aware of. So we could take you on this journey as this journey has mirrored our journeys. Yeah. Beautiful, Jeff. Beautiful, I man. I love that. I'd like to take a moment here just to jump in and break it down for you guys. So my experience and perspective, um, if you're 100% spot on and you know, the reason we do this, this this talk show is it's it's not about the split hairs. It's not about um, 
debating. This is not a debate show. We're here to share our own experiences as adult men, having had some success in life and some missteps in life. And when it comes to our personal life, all of us having the same challenges that every single person that has lived and is alive and will birth eventually, will go through. But what we're doing today is, as you said, Jeff, it's about bringing awareness to the community, to the collective, as Evis loves to share. I could tell you guys that I thought I was always doing the right thing, how I was showing up. Mm -hmm. I got my training wheels on. By the time I was eight or nine, I was already behaving, taking care of other people in my own home, or so I thought. By the time I was probably 11 or 12, I thought I had superpowers. But what I lacked was even with my, that innate desire to help others that were way older than me, I wasn't able to truly impact change in their behavior. But I, I really truly believe that I was good at it, as many of us are told. You understand, you're this, you, you know, I don't want to put more labels out here tonight, but you, uh, you have empathy for other people. And, and so I took off my training wheels and decided to make it a full-time career, being codependent in my behavior. And, uh, and it was very prevalent in my marriage. And not only with my wife, but with my sons, not all of them, few of them, you know, a little bit more, a little bit less here or there, but I didn't realize that how I was showing, how I was showing up for others, I had severely compromised my own well-being, mm -hmm. my, own, my own four pillars of life, which is my emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual. Mm -hmm. And by the time I woke up, I was, I was near death. And so were my relationships because I had, through my own behavior, created a lot of chaos and a lot of confusion. And what I didn't understand, which was the most impactful words that were shared with me early on in my healing journey, was that what I was, how I was showing up, thinking I was assisting and helping others, two things that come to mind. One is that I was stripping them of their own dignity mm -hmm. to learn how to take care of themselves. And that really resonated with me because I didn't realize, I thought in my own skewed thinking and behavior that that was my job. I mean, it was part of, it was part of my like, DNA, it was there, it was present, it was always on. I didn't know that I was causing such wounding and damage to my loved ones, mm. stripping them of their dignity. And the second thing that I want to share is that I've said this before, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. But once you know it, it's a choice to go back to old behavior or really do the work, do the inner work to really go deep in to really ask the question why? 
You see, it's one thing to get a medical diagnosis. Taz said earlier in one of his comments, he dropped this. Basically, I'm going to paraphrase you, Taz, James. You said, I don't really want to go to labels. I, this, we don't need to talk about labels. <laughs> right? And you're right. We, you're right. Because labels become a life sentence for millions of people. But, but what I didn't know, because I didn't work with a trained therapist at the capacity that they needed to be to guide me through my life challenges, which was the why question. Why was I showing up that way? Mm-hmm. Now we're talking over five freaking decades, guys. And I got my answer tonight. I got my answer after I came out of a maybe six, five and a half mile hike this afternoon. I got my answer. My, I got my download of nature one more time. Mm-hmm. And for me, the root cause of my codependent lifestyle, stripping the people I cared most about of their dignity was because I was fearful of being abandoned. Mm -hmm. For me, it was abandonment. Mm -hmm. I thought for the past five years, it was about being loved or not. Now, being fearful of not having a love in a relationship, that is, that's, that's part of abandonment. But I think deeper than the love part was being abandoned. Mm. And if I want to take it one step further, I could say, why? 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 My mom and dad, they, they didn't abandon me. I mean, they, they stayed married to my dad passed about four years ago. They were present in my life to their best ability. But maybe it goes even deeper than that. There's more to it. So we could keep going, you know, as far as we want to go and ask the whys until we get the answer that can bring us to inner peace. Because once we understand why we show up the way we do, then it's a choice to continue that behavior or we could change our behavior and change our life. Mm-hmm. Because what we, what we will live in, each one of us, I'm going to speak for myself, was inner bondage. And freedom comes when we can, when we can break the chain. So all the crazy making that comes along with the type of person that I used to show up as, and so I know I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the, the wand over to one of you amazing beautiful men. <laughs> Jay, Jay, I have a quick question. Sure. Um, the abandonment you felt was it from yourself? Ooh, mm. there it is, Josh. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Was that a question or a statement? <laughs> <laughs> however, yeah. however yeah. it lands. However it lands. Can you repeat it? I want to. I want to feel it one more time. Was the abandonment you felt from yourself? Well, that's uh, ooh. I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a huge part of that. Mm. You know, that's a great statement question and. With all due respect, Josh, this is one I'm going to pause on. Mm, perfect. I want to take some time to process it because although, you know, it's a real man, real talk show, I don't want to put something out there just to give an answer. I want to give the right answer. Yeah. And I'm feeling Yeah. Love you, Jay, and that's appropriate. Yeah. Well, ultimately what we are doing um, by – continuing the behavior is abandoning ourselves. Yeah. 
I mean, we're, we're not even coming from a place of, like Eva said, we're not coming from a, a, a place where we're full inside. We're coming from that, that place of emptiness where, where we don't think we're enough, where we have no maybe even sense of self. The only thing we do know is to help, you know, I only know how to, you know, help other people or I think I help other people. I have no really self sense of self. So once again, it's bringing, mm. bringing it back to the relationship we're having with ourselves. But when we do move to the other side of this and awaken and become conscious to this, this specific behavior, and then we start to, as Eva said, which is take the time to move back within, find, remember and rediscover who we are, which is what we're taking everybody on a journey to do in this show. And you come to that, that place in your soul and your heart where you do know that you're unique, you matter, you're important. What you have to say and express is important. And you all of a sudden you feel that energetic fullness inside your heart space. What you will give will, will far outweigh anything that you tried to give in your wounded state. You will have so much to give from that place of fullness that is when you can shift and change someone else's life because you're, you're, it is not a linear attachment coming from your solar plexus. It's a balance where you're giving from this place, where you're giving from a knowing in your heart space and from the experience of understanding that, wow, my old behavior was this. And now I'm healing and I'm, I'm choosing a new behavior which emanates from the depth of love I have for myself. Mm. Beautiful, mm. Jeff. Mm -hmm. Ev, you want to break that down? You know, oh, man. That may not understand everything that Jeff has said. <laughs> oh, brother. It's just, just beautiful. I started it. <laughs> I was just pick, I was just picking up on where he what he started with. <laughs> yeah. Now look, you're talking about that beautiful heart space, and I think when we start going into this area, as we come into the end of 2020, man, the, the really the heart chakra, we should be in an opening phase, and that's why we're talking such deep, beautiful conversations and topics, because this beautiful heart is finally opening, and that that point where that heart space is it's unlimited it's infinite yeah. there's enough to go around for everyone but when we've been rooted in all of these codependent behaviors habits actions that we're talking about from old and the past which we always go back to the childhood then of course we're going to be out of balance. Of course we're not going to be able to give the way we want to give like we can to ourselves because we don't even know what that is. You see, so many of us, we have this beautiful idea that we want to be happy, live joy, peace, harmony, balance, abundance and prosperity. 
But do you know what that is? Do you know from your highest self, the highest self that never let go of you having this human physical experience, what true happiness is? Or are you still seeing through the eyes of a wounded child? And on that deeper, deeper level, look at that word, codependency. Co. Deep and then see. What are you still cooperating with? What do you still need company of? Is it time to go deep and see, deep and see into yourself? We don't need to rely on our past anymore. We don't need to rely on anyone else around us anymore. We need to come back home to self. We say it week and week and after, make it very clear on what your idea of happiness, joy, peace, and balance is within yourself. And with a masculine energy, start something new into your life. Otherwise, we will continuously to keep doing it from a wounded behavior, like my brother Jeff said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Uh- I just want to—I want to piggyback on. That was amazing. Um, let's just take actually take a moment here just to process that. Let's just breathe. Nice deep breath in, guys. Right. Mm. I'm reflecting right now on a lot of my past behavior and where where it was coming from. And uh, tell me more, Josh. What's going on? What are you, what's coming up for you? No, it was from a. It was. Yeah, no, it was a, I, I, I'm, I'm still processing all of it. It's, uh, it's beautiful. And that's why we do the show is that we bring things up. We move through our emotions rather than, you know, coming to the place of reaching them and backing away, um, that we so often do in life. And so for me, it's, um, I don't know that I've been called on to really maybe even though I was in a place of awareness um, in the past where I realized my codependency, I don't know that I uh, have given space to reflect on it uh, like we are right now. And when um, all of you, all of you guys are talking and sharing, I was reflecting on um, where that came from and it was dependent my relationships were dependent on um, approval mm. and on love. And um, that was, oh. <sighs> yeah. Um, so it, even though I am a very giving, loving person, um, it was from a dependent place. So therefore it was not pure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And it's hard, you know, we here on Real Men Real Talk, we go to some tough places and it's hard to say that. It's hard to say that I was selfish and it's hard to say that I was needy and it's hard to say that I was loving with conditions. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm human too, yeah, as we all are, and we learn and we grow, and so therefore, with awareness, um, we try and be better every day. Yeah. Hey, Jack. When you were younger, what was your nickname? I don't. I don't think I had one. <laughs> uh, I know. I know what you're getting at, Jay. And I. I <laughs> well, I you think you do, but just trust me in this moment. Um, Joshy. Okay. Mm -hmm. are, you, are you willing to tell little Joshy? How you feel about him right now? Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Take a nice deep breath. He doesn't need anything from anyone. He's a beautiful soul. Just the way he is. It's not dependent on what we do how anyone feels about us or how we make others feel. We are perfect just the way we are. And Joshi, that includes you too. Thank you. Thank you all yeah. for, your, for your magic, this space. I love you guys. Mm. Beautiful, brother. Yeah. It's simple. What you just did, Josh, but it's not easy. Yeah. The part is that Joshy has had decades of maybe feeling like he's been on the sidelines waiting to hear you say that. Just like a child needs to hear a parent reaffirm almost daily that they're loved, that we are loved. And it's an opportunity for not only you, but for me, I, it's one of my daily practices when I'm out in my morning rituals in nature, is to have that little conversation with little JJ. Mm. Let him know how much I love him and remind him. Mm. Because you see, it's a different kind of love that you can give to Joshi and I can give to little JJ than anyone else has been able to give to us. Because a parent may think they know what our needs are as a parent innately. But as an adult, there is no one that truly knows what our needs are, except for ourselves. Mm -hmm. and that is compromised in a lot of people. Mm -hmm. We're so lost, we just want to feel it and hear it, that we seek it from people that are not available. Mm. So Josh, I'm, I'm just inviting you like, to have this repeated conversation on a daily basis, so when you are aware that, that Josh is feeling scared or lonely, fearful, hungry, tired, 
it helps me so much in my in my own journey today. It's beautiful, Jay. I love that. Mm. Make it a daily practice. Mm-hmm. I love that. Ev, what's coming up for you? Oh man, just just feeling fuzzy, brother. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful, brothers. And um, you know, we we went back into the inner child there, into that beautiful space. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, I think we had a viewer, one of our beautiful guests, who touched on, you know, we always provide this tool of you know the healing of the inner child, but it's within that inner child on the other side that creates the imaginative world as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about last week, the faking it till you make it. How do I do that? How do I fake it? I don't want to fake it. That's not right. Make believe. Imagine. Because when you start to imagine the life that you do want to live, the happiness that you do want to live, then in physical reality, we have that opportunity to really start creating the space we want to live in. But until we do heal some of these childhood wounds, and it's not going to happen overnight. This is a process. This could be a lifetime. But it's on the other side of that bridge that the true magic of the inner child can come out and play. I play daily now. And I love life because that's my inner child. I think we've all just grown up just a little bit too quick. And now is the time to really come home to self. And like we've talked all night in the show, once we've started to consciously parent this beautiful little Joshy, beautiful young Jay, beautiful young Jeff, beautiful young Charles Maddox when he's here, and young Ev, then we're able to start bringing the game on. How are you feeling, Josh Richard, right now? How are you doing, buddy? Good. I feel good. You look, you look a whole lot lighter than when, when we met up in a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel, you feel your energy shifted there, dude. It's yeah, fit. man. What a mirror you are to me, for me, Josh. Wow. I think we could call it forgiveness. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, that, that, that F word. There's that F word again, Dan. That F word <laughs> came up in my in my hike, my hike this afternoon. Mary joined me for the first time in weeks. Uh, not because she's been couch uh, slacking, but because she and I have been nursing uh, plantar fasciitis injuries. Um, but we got into the word forgiveness, the big F word, mm. and how that truly could be the block with all the knowledge we all have as men and women, the block from allowing us to experience freedom from all of our past wounds, from our moms, our dads, our caretakers, our teachers, the bullies, the aunts, the uncles, the siblings, whomever touched our life as children that tagged us. And we, can experience freedom when we work and walk through the forgiveness process mm-hmm. with a big A word after that, mm-hmm. acceptance. Yeah. Well, and 
not not to deny it, but yeah, just learn how to part of acceptance. Go ahead, Josh. What's on your mind? Well, and the hard part is, is we have to be we have to be brutally real, right, with ourselves, and we have to admit um, our misguidances, uh, if we can call it that in a loving way. Um, but forgive, we're not we're not admitting these things to beat ourselves up or to um, create more negativity. We're admitting these things to get past it. Um, and forgiveness is like you said, is the key. Yeah. Um, because with that brutal honesty, we can say, okay, yes, I was this, I was needing this, or I was coming from lack or need or desire or, or whatever. Um, and let's look at it brutally honest. Um, and, that's okay too. Um, and I can forgive that needy part of me or that young part of me that needed that mm -hmm. and get past it. Yep. Beautiful. I yeah. think that's what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Mm. It's, 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 I think it's the, the number one block. And what do you make of that? And then we're going to, we're actually coming up on the hour in just a moment. Here. <laughs> a quick response to that. And then we're going to go into a musical chairs part of the show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel we've touched on it yeah, through, through the show, Jay. Let's, let's dive into these takeaways. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, uh, we're gonna we're gonna give each one of you guys two minutes. You, you're up when you're sitting uh, right next to me on the, the top shelf there. Um, tonight's close. It's about if uh, if you can share perhaps one liquid gold tool. One um, takeaway that you got from the show for yourself to share with others that may give someone some hope, some inspiration on how to break their chain to behaviors that have impacted their life. We each got two minutes to either give, give a liquid gold moment or your, your takeaways from your experience on the show tonight. And uh, let's see who we're going to put up first. Josh, I'm going to give you a moment to take a, a, a breather. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. You're up first tonight, my friend. Um, wow, listening to you guys, a um, couple of things came up for me, and I, I just want to want to say this. Um, and Josh just said it, and and it's part of forgiveness. But what we all tend to do is is judge ourselves and shame ourselves uh, by revealing the old wounding the old programming, the old conditioning, by revealing to yourself or having your behaviors like, like this, giving yourself away, needing to take care of some someone, there's no, there's no wrong here. There's no good or bad. What it is, is just be aware that when these behaviors and, and when all of this happens, if you can look at them as aha moments, I'm learning more about myself, and really be cognizant, aware, and conscious of when you start to judge and shame yourself, thinking that you should have known better. I think Sherry Sherry Olson mm -hmm. there made it made a comment um, about that. We we didn't know what we don't know what we don't know until mm -hmm. we're made aware of it. So when these old behaviors, when you're made aware of these old behaviors, whether you discover it on your own or, or somebody's helping you with it, a therapist is helping with you, and bringing these behaviors to your consciousness, 
That's the great part because that's becoming an adult. That's growing up. I'm becoming aware and conscious of these behaviors. And then when that happens, just be aware if you start to judge and shame yourself saying, I should know, I should know. And then as Eva says, when that happens, go in and nurture, nurture that child. But you've just hit a milestone in some way, shape or form where you're being, you're raising your level of awareness and consciousness to yourself, looking at it as part of growing into yourself, growing up into the adult, whereas Madonna said earlier, then we can start to take responsibility for ourselves. But, but folks, let yourself off the hook by even thinking that you're responsible for anyone else's well-being. Mm. The wounded mm. child might think he or she is, but we're not responsible for anybody else's well-being. Once again, we're responsible for our own inner self, our own well-being. So be aware when that judgment and shame comes up and, and take yourself off the hook. If, in fact, you think you need to help somebody, take care of their needs, we're not responsible for anybody else's well-being. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Magic. That's a powerful statement right there, Jeff, because as a husband, as a father, as a, the main and only provider in my family, I felt that responsibility. But it, it was complicated and it got cloudy pretty damn quick. And then the storms rolled in and they lasted for decades. That's a powerful statement. We are not responsible for that. I thank you so much for your closing thoughts on that, Jeff. It's Dana. Mm. I'm gonna, uh, give Evis a chance to. Uh, I know you have a you have an obligation this evening. If you need to drop off before we go out there, you uh, very well can do that. Thank you, my brothers. Uh, thank you, my brothers and uh, sisters on the other side of the pond. And as always, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, thank you, thank you. Without your support guidance and all of your love that you show continuously week after week this show wouldn't be possible so look you know another deep deep show on at real men real talk live and uh you know please share it out in the collective i can't wait to digest some of these beautiful topics we've brought up again tonight and you know one thing for me and i'll just leave on this note uh very quickly was the codependency side of things you know, we, we experienced something real beautiful with our brother Josh in real time, mm -hmm. that going in deep and seeing, not needing the code deep and deep and see, just the deep and see within. He was able to connect with that inner child, the one that, you know, unconsciously, we seem to miss a lot of those little signs growing up. You know, so many of us, so many of us grew up too quick. The permission we may have given away unconsciously, but the inner child never left. And please, going into 2021, after coming out of such a heavy, heavy, heavy year, it's time to play, brothers and sisters. 
Mm. It's time to play. Mm. The inner child's playground is here. And through the inner child that can step into physical matter, that can step into spiritual matter, it will make the balance with your divine feminine and masculine to bring the family all as one, to create the wealth, the abundance, the happiness, joy, peace, harmony, whatever words that you want to use within your life. Mm. So please watch this beautiful show tonight. And as always, my brother's on the side of the pond. Thanks for having me here in the land down under. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Love you, Ev. I don't know about you, Ev, and, and, and Jeff and Josh, but right now in this moment, I got some chills going on through my body. <laughs> <laughs> right now. But they're just, um, I feel so connected to, to tonight and you guys. And uh, I'll share it. I'll save it for my closing thoughts. But I just wanted to acknowledge what my body is physically telling me right now is that you guys have elevated me up. Now, I saved the echinacea that I have here. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Either way, you guys took me up to a higher, higher dimension. Thank you for that. Josh mm -hmm. Richard, this is your time to shine. Well, Jay, I was thinking I asked you a question, and uh, it wouldn't be fair if uh, I didn't answer that myself. Mm -hmm. so I've been thinking where I abandoned myself, um, which created that lack and need, um, fueling that need to give, but with, um, conditions. And so where did I abandon myself? Um, I didn't trust myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't think I, was smart enough. Um, I didn't think I had enough to offer this world. Um, and we could probably say that a lot of my decisions um, in my life, my need to excel in work, and we've talked about that as uh, something in the past, has probably been fueled um, by these needs. Um, so yes, I wanted to answer my own question and stay vulnerable, real, and uh, for all of you out there. Um, and to not just throw it at you, Jay, um, but also bring it home. Mm. Beautiful. And we lost Ev. Ev had to for another commitment later. Um, I want to just take a moment to, again, acknowledge our viewers and listeners uh, for contributing, asking questions, and um, sharing your own experiences and perspective and interpretation of the conversation and of the words that we spoke this evening. Um, what we are truly are real men, and what we do is talk. We don't talk about what you may hear in a boardroom or the locker room. But what you hear are these conversations that really do matter. Because we didn't hear them in a lot of our homes growing up. Some may have. That was an incredible gift. But for others, not so lucky. We've had to go through 
our life's journey to learn what we've learned on our own, to be, to get here and to be here and to just be. If you are finding yourself answering yes to some of the questions that I posted as part of the original feed tonight for the show, there's a pretty good chance that your behavior is in fact codependent towards and with others. And there's all different levels of codependency. Some of it is, is borderline, and then some of it is extremely toxic. And I'm gonna just speak in this moment to those of you that may be in relationships at home or even outside of the home that are toxic. If you are in a relationship where your friend or partner is verbally, emotionally, physically, or sexually abusive, with or without alcohol and drugs, and you stay in it, ask yourself why. Part of it is because of the fear of if I leave, what will happen to them? This is a whole nother topic for another night. Mm -hmm. But I invite you to get some, seek some, some professional guidance from somebody that can help guide you through the process of getting out of a toxic relationship that you're in because of your codependent behavior with that individual. I can speak from my own experience. I couldn't say with two people in my life, but I thought I could maybe say. And what I didn't know is that how silly of me to even think that as a younger man, that I had the power to save anybody. I didn't. Mm -hmm. But the two women that I love the most in my life, my mom and my wife, today my ex-wife, the two women that impacted my 59 years of living today. And it wasn't their fault. It was just how I was trained. It was, it was just how things turned out. But what I do know today is that, at least for someone like me, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of the cycle, out of the loop, out of the addiction, the seduction to somebody else. Mm. On my own. I needed help. I seeked help because I knew that if I didn't get out of my own addiction to other people to try to save me, it was going to take me down. It was going to kill me. I was near death. Mm. So I got the help to understand what codependency is and how it impacted my own life. And through that process, not only did I do some incredible healing for myself, my own mind, body, and soul, but my relationships today with my mom and my ex-wife are healthier mm. than I thought could be possible. And so with that, there is where hope and inspiration comes in. If you don't know where to turn, if you're a listener, if you're a viewer, you're catching us live or replay, a number of us men in this show are coaches. Codependency 
was the sweet spot for me because it's what I needed to break the chain to. And until I had the courage to step in and do the healing work, I had no shot at ever, ever making it. My codependency was my drug that was gonna take me out. Mm. That was my addiction. That was my motherboard addiction. The other four addictions were minor compared to that one. Mm. Uh So if you're looking for answers, you're looking for guidance, for direction, some inspiration, it's out there. It's possible because you deserve it. Mm. We all deserve love and to be loved. But we have to first learn how to take care of ourselves and then we can be of service to others. Mm. And with that, Josh, I just wanna honor you in this moment because what you did tonight was absolutely beautiful. I appreciate you really showing up and then coming back home in the clothes. Because some somebody in the community asked, is it possible that that question of abandonment truly was for you? <laughs> it probably was. Yeah. We are beautiful mirrors mm-hmm. for each other. And that's why I love showing up here with mm-hmm. the four of you gentlemen, because uh Wow, uh, here we can't hide. <laughs> and uh, I, I just get so much out of the show. And I, lo- I love all of you and our viewers and everyone for holding space, not only for us, but for yourselves, um, because this is a healing place and this is a loving place and this is a supportive place. And this isn't a place of secondary gain or, you know, we're not trying to get anything out of this. Um, we show up to show up and be real for one another uh, and for ourselves yeah. and to heal. Yeah. And that's all this show is about. Yeah. That's exactly what we're, what we're doing here, folks, is we're not here to, to talk at you. We don't talk at you. We share our experiences. It's um, to help. We're here to help. They're, they're, like Josh just said, there's, There's nothing in this for us other than that we have experienced so much in our lives. And we've also made the choice to to heal ourselves or to to get into that process of doing it as we're doing it. If whatever helped us, we can share that with you because it's all about love. Mm-hmm. It's all about growing mm-hmm. to your highest potential in this lifetime and really moving to a place of knowing that you're loved for who the hell you are. And we're taking you on that journey to find that to remember that and rediscover that you matter, anything you have to say matters, who you are matters, you're unique and you're lovable for being who you are. And not what you are, not what you do, not any of the what's, 
you're amazing for who? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think it's a wrap, gentlemen. We're down. We're down at three. We dropped two. <laughs> but, but hopefully what we picked up is uh, some wisdom, some new understandings of, of, of who we are and how we choose to show up for ourselves and in our relationships and in our lives. And with that, I want to thank our viewers for joining us tonight. Uh, this is always the hard part for me to say goodbye because mm -hmm. I love this show and I love what I love what comes from it. Yeah. And uh, I'll see you guys uh, in a uh, production meeting later this, uh, this week. Uh, thank you, viewers. We'll see you next time on Real Men, Real Talk Live.